Hello, and welcome to Hope Church. We're a local church with chill style, real faith, and no perfect people allowed. Thanks for checking out our podcast. This is a message from our SoCal location in the Santa Cruz, California area. We hope this message is encouraging. If you live near either of our locations, we'd love to have you join us for one of our many Sunday services. Good morning. It's so good to see you guys today. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Hope Church. What a beautiful day it is out there today, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it's good to be with you guys today. Well, we are in a series right now where we're going through the book of Revelation called Last Days, and we're actually taking a break today because we have a special guest here. My friend Joe Gruber is in the house, and uh, some of you guys are here to see Joe. We just, when we get together, we kind of revert to like junior high boys, and so like yesterday we got a chance, we were playing with a stun gun, and Joe's like go ahead, go ahead, hit me. <laughs> so I'm like, why not? He wants it. I'm home. And he's just like this. Like that. He's just taking it. He's like, it's not that bad. So I'm like, all right, go ahead, hit me. And I'm like, ah! I'm like screaming. I'm crying in the car. I'm still injured from that. But um, Joe's here and uh, <laughs> there's some shenanigans. But you know what? It's been really cool. Uh, my wife and I, we started Hope Church 10 years ago and it's hard to imagine that story without Joe and Katrina Gruber being a part of it. They have just been so central to our lives uh, for a long time and part of this team until just a few years ago, 2019, God called them to go to Portland, Oregon. And, and, and it's truly, if anyone, you're going to hear a little bit of the story today, but it's so inspiring. I mean, in light of everything that's going on in the world, what we've all gone through the last couple of years, to track their story and see the beautiful miracle that God is doing in Portland, Oregon through Joe and Katrina. It's so humbling and encouraging to think that we at Hope were a part of that, sending them, raising support for them, and now we get to come here from, from Pastor Joe as he shares the story. So will you guys give a huge Hope welcome for Joe Gruber. So good to be back here. So many memories. Um, almost three years ago of standing here being prayed for and sent out and it being the, the best day because of all the love and the worst day uh, because of all the love having to leave this place. And so I just am appreciative of being able to be back and, and be able to come back and hang with you guys and incredibly appreciative of the Bennett's and uh, just Danny's one of my best friends has been for I don't even know, it making me feel old just thinking about it, trying to track the time. But um, for those of you who don't know who I am, I, I'm normally not this pale. I live in Portland now where the, it never, ever, there's sunshine in the winter. So um, there's no sunshine in the winter. So um, yesterday was a real big letdown. And my new middle name is Bringer of the Rain because I just brought it, I brought it with us. And, and so I'm Casper the Friendly Ghost. And up there, I, I get so disillusioned because I don't see the sun that I, I recently was uh, building an ark and I was starting to gather animals two by two. And Katrina, my wife, was not excited about that. Um, because I had 42 different species in our house. But um, just looking for rainbows, you know, just looking for a rainbow, and, um, and I found some. So, um, but, uh, yeah, just good to be here, really good to be here. Uh, came up here, really, uh, not only for this, but also to officiate a wedding f for some good friends. And, 
and I had the biggest blunder, uh, pastoral blunder, that I've ever made in my entire life. Seriously, not even a close second. Not even a close second. I was trying to find just something to encourage myself and nothing. And so I was uh, Friday going down to one of my favorite hot spots, Eastside Eatery. Come on, somebody give it a shout out for Eastside Eatery. Come on, a little bit better than that. Eastside Eatery is legit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and so I was down there, and I had breakfast, and it was a really good breakfast with my uncle and aunt who live in Paso Robles, and, and so I had my skateboard. It, just, it was a good day. It was a really good day. The sun was shining that day. Um, I didn't have to pop vitamin D pills on that day, and that's really the story of my life, popping vitamin D pills and vitamin delicious, got to get it somehow. But I was uh, down there, and I was eating, and I came out. I came outside. Gave hugs to my family. They started to leave. 10 minutes to 11, and I see Giselle blowing me up. Because earlier, she did try to call about 20 minutes earlier, and I saw my phone, and I wasn't going to be rude to my family. I was going to be rude to Giselle instead. And so I hit ignore. And, and so she calls me, and she says, where are you? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm at Eastside Eatery. I had some Tabasco sauce still dripping down from my cheek, from the eggs, and, and she says, no, really, where are you? I said, Eastside Eatery, where are you? <laughs> I, just, I didn't know if she was just calling to say, hey, I, I really didn't know, but, but the, the fierce voice that was behind it, I, I thought, something's up. I don't know what's up, but something's up. And she says, you're, you're supposed to be at the wedding. And I was like, what? I was like, you're kidding me. And I really, really genuinely thought it was Saturday. Who gets married on a Friday? No, does anybody get married? To my, to my credit, who gets married on a Friday, right? I'm the guy that's supposed to officiate the wedding. And so my, I'm, I'm thinking, no, this is not happening. She's totally pulling a prank. She's a prankster. She's fun. But it didn't sound fun. She was uh, may or may not have dropped some choice language. I, w I won't throw her under the bus or repeat. But I found out that she wasn't kidding. And she sent Mark in full send. Like, Mark is going to, she just took, Mark is going to come pick you up. And, and I was like, she's like, where's your clothes? Like, she just started going down the list. And I was like, my, ah, my clothes. I'm standing there, bored in one hand, just shorts, just hanging. I was getting ready to go to the beach. And... And so Mark had to come out. Danny was already coming out, saved the day. Mark and Danny saved the day. Danny took me to where I was staying, and I got dressed up in my monkey suit. And then Mark showed up, picked me up, and I'm, I'm scrambling for my notes, hot spot, everything we get down there. And it was, it was bad, you guys. It was really, really bad. Everybody was sitting on the beach waiting for me. And, um, yeah. One of the worst days of my life. And um, yeah, and it, it worked out well, and Jesus showed up, and they got married, and I still live to tell about it. Preachers live for stories like this. I just didn't want that to happen. That's terrible. And now it's all fun and games, but I don't know. Um, anyway, but Mark was in full send. Can, can you imagine just Giselle, like Mark? Like, I, I would have hated to have been Mark in that moment, too, because it was just rough. Anybody that was near Giselle in that moment, it just was really, really um, scary. 
It was scary. I was scared. I was scared. For the very first time in my entire life, I was actually scared for my life. I was really not wanting to see Giselle when I showed up, but she was awesome. Grace, love covers over a multitude of sins. You know, you know Giselle. She's one of the most loving people on the planet. Today we're going to talk about full send. If you look it up on the Urban Dictionary, which I don't recommend you spending much time on Urban Dictionary, but uh, full send says this, the act of irreversibly going all out in some act, regardless of consequences. Once you start a full send, it cannot be stopped. Isn't that a good isn't that a really good definition of just full send, to just live your life full send? And God is a full send God. If you have your Bibles, you can open up with me to the book of Ephesians, and we're going to be in chapter 3, starting in verse 14. It's going to be up on the screen if you don't have your Bibles. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Gosh, I could preach just on that one verse right there. It's so beautiful. I pray that out of his glorious riches. Think about this. So this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Ephesus, and the Holy Spirit is giving him the prayer and the words to say. So this is really the, the heart cry of God through Paul right now, praying to God. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you, make it personal. If you're tuning in online or here, in person, or you're on the patio, strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that, I love the so that, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, the currency of heaven, everything that God does and says and the whole motivation is always love. First Peter says that God is love. He doesn't know any better. That's who he is. Just every fiber of his being is love. May have power together, 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 with all the Lord's holy people to grasp. I love that. Like, this is the cry right now, to grasp just how wide and how long and how high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love, that surpasses knowledge, an invitation from God himself saying, hey, hey, dive into this. Dive into this, this thing called love that I love perfectly. And, and, and guess what? It it's actually surpasses knowledge. That there's this journey that we're on for all of eternity that we're going to be exploring the riches and the depths of God's love for you, for all of humanity, for me, for every single person, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That's God's heart for all of us, is that we would be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. You and I are God's masterpiece. The Greek word talks about, uh, actually it's poema, which is English word poem, right? You are God's poem. And you're created in Christ. You're created by him and for him to have a relationship with him. You're created in Christ to do good works that he created, that he designed, that he specifically designed for each one of you different works based on how you're wired, based on how he's just really designed you and gifted you. And those things he created, those works that he created before the foundations of the world, he created them in advance for you 
and die, that we could live a full send life and walk into the fullness of what God has for us and be able to do amazing things, mighty exploits on the earth to impact people's lives. It's such a, a beautiful promise. This is a, a one-point talk today, literally a one-point talk. I promise it's going to be one point. So I'm not going to go the usual preacher. I got eight points, and then, and then I'll release you for dinner. I promise you, even if I have to crash the plane, I have to get the coastlands. So if I go long, um, it's Danny's fault because he's going to yank me off the stage, and he's going to pull me over to coastlands so you could send the emails to him. Here's the one-point talk. Proper alignment, if you're taking notes, I highly recommend taking notes. Proper alignment propels God's assignment. Proper alignment propels, it'll propel God's assignment in our life. So we're going to talk about alignment first, and I'm going to go back to verse 17 of the portion of Scripture I just read. Being rooted, this is proper alignment, being rooted and established in love. That's, that's it right there. Proper alignment is being rooted and established in love, that we would have power together, so there's a togetherness in this love thing, right? We can be vertically, yes, connected to God. There needs to be that relationship for sure, but the way that God's designed us is to be rooted in love and actually doing life together. To grasp, right? It goes on all the Lord's people to grasp how wide. So this is proper alignment. As we're on a journey and we become more and more aware, more and more understanding that God's revelation in our lives experientially to not just an academic ascent, but experiencing God's love to grasp how wide and long and high and how deep is the love of Christ. That's amazing right there. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge. 1 John 4.19 says, and some of you are familiar with this, is that we love him. Why? Because he first loved us. Right? We didn't choose him, but he chose us to bear fruit, right? To bear good fruit that remains. I love that part of God's characteristic is he did not wait for you to pursue him. He came and pursued you. Each one of us are in here right now because he pursued us us. And I, th I think that's so beautiful because, because then it can be reciprocal, right? And, and, then, and really the context of, and don't get me wrong, I love the churches that have vision statements that say love God, love people. But that really is, it's a doing, there's a couple doing statements in there. And don't get me, like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the mo most important things, according to, to Jesus himself, is for me to love, for you to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second commandment is like it, love your neighbor as yourself, right? It summarizes love God, love people. But the context of that is to be loved by God. Because when we're loved by God and we're experiencing his love, it's a lot easier to reciprocate instead of white-knuckling through this, this commandment that makes it feel like we have to love God uh, without any kind of heart engagement. But the more that we're loved by God, it's easier to love him. And out of the context and really the fullness of that, it overflows into our families. It overflows into the streets, into the neighborhoods, right? We're able to love other people because we're so wonderfully loved. And because then our, our cup, our life, so to speak, is overflowing with love, it just becomes natural to love. Amen? So let's talk real quickly about assignment. 
Because assignment always comes from proper alignment. Have you ever tried to do God's assignment? Have you ever tried to to do good? Have you ever tried to help people, serve people, all these things, when you weren't in alignment with God? When you weren't experiencing Him, right? He says, hey, abide in me and I in you. Remain in me and, and I in you. Like, that really is the first thing. The first thing is to be at his feet, and then love will continue in the street. You can't, you can't do it the other way around. You can't say, hey, I'm going to be about the assignment and the plans of God without the connection of love with God. And so Jesus said this in John 20, 21. A lot of you are familiar with this. I love this scripture. As the Father has sent me, so now I send you. Think about that. Think about the ramifications of that. Think about the way that the Father sent Jesus into the world to, to serve and to love and really perfectly demonstrate and represent who the Father is, right? He's the exact representation of the invisible God. He even said things like, like if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so he says this, he's all, so he's talking to the disciples, but he talks throughout the ages to you and me as well. And he says, he says, as the Father has sent me, so everything that you've seen in me, everything you've seen me model, you've seen me do, you've seen me say, now, I'm sending you, I'm going to send you full send into the world to make a difference. And then in Matthew 28, 18, it says, all authority, Jesus is speaking, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And now he's given it to you. He's given it to me. He's given it to us. He says, therefore, go, go, full send, go, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And here's the key. And surely I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm for you. I'm not against you. I'll never leave you or forsake you. And not only that, but the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now lives and dwells in you and wants to work through you. I'm with you always to the very end of the age. I remember just not too long ago, one of the things that I love to do, I've always loved to do um, for a pretty long time is get a cruiser skateboard. Soft wheels, big wheels. And, uh, and in Portland, when, when it's not raining... <laughs> Um, I need some counseling, but um, I was like ready to trade all my cars in for canoes and, and motorboats just to get down the, the streets, the rough streets of Portland. But I, I was on my, I, I just love getting on my cruiser, AirPods in, and, and just high kick and just go full send and just, just high kick worship. It's my, it's kind of my way of getting alone with God and being able to just spend time with him, worshiping, praying. Um, I like to actually use it as an opportunity to meet strangers. I know I'm one of those weirdos that likes to meet strangers on the streets um, and, and hang out with them and talk with them and sometimes pray with them and all that. And so I just, I like to go on journeys. I like to get out and just see where I go. Go out in the past. Sometimes I end up downtown. Sometimes I'll end up even on a 15 or a 20 mile skate. And so I, here I am skating. It was a beautiful day. Good weather. Sunshine was out. Um, unusually so. Um, Sorry, I'm just going to keep complaining about that occasionally. You guys could extend a hand and just pray for me. Just say, 
And I was, I was high kicking. I went to the mall. I was going to spend a, a Vans gift card that I had. And on the way back, I was on the path, and there, there's this, uh, we have, a, we have a, a really, really amazing public transportation system, and there's a train called the Max. And I saw this one guy, and I felt like the Holy Spirit just kind of pointed him out. You know when he does that, when he's like, he's like that, that guy right there, that girl right there. And, and so I, I just sensed that he would, just had something for him. I didn't really know what, and, and I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, hey, get on the, get on the train. So I got on the, the train. And I'm kind of bummed out to a little bit because I just actually like to be on my skateboard. I don't really want to be on the trains. So I'm already kind of going into it with a little bit of a bad attitude. Has ever, God ever spoke to you and, and you kind of had a bad attitude about it? Yeah, that was me. And, and I hop on the train and it's like full-blown COVID mode. Like nobody's on the train. I got my mask on. It's, by the way, it's really nice to see some beautiful faces. It's cool to see that people still have faces. I love it. But I'm on the train, and this guy gets on the train, and he's homeless, and, and, and you could tell he's just had a rough, a rough go at it. And he comes, and he sits right across the aisle from me, and, um, which was kind of cool because I felt like the Lord highlighted him. But right out of his mouth, he says, hey, will you give me, can I have your AirPods? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> what did you say? My AirPod Pros, <laughs> these things are special, man. Like, bro, what, what are you smoking, dude? Like, right? <laughs> I'm gonna like connect into a, a a drug rehab center, right? And and he said, no. Can can you give those to me? Can I have? And I was like, no, <laughs> these are mine, bro. And um, and I automatically I just sensed the Lord say, give them to him. Lord, like really? My AirPods, they were a gift. I've started going down all the excuses, right, about why I shouldn't do it. And, and I just, I really knew I was supposed to. My heart wasn't in alignment with God. Really, that, not that big of a deal, 250 bucks compared to all that God has given me, right? Freely you've been uh, given, freely re you receive, right? I, I receive so many things. Just God is so insanely generous all the time to me. And here I am struggling to give away a pair of AirPods. And so now I'm trying to look for different excuses. Like I'm looking at it. I was like, what kind of phone do you got? Probably doesn't even sync up and stuff. That would just be a waste to give. Like I'm, I'm coming up with excuses of why I should not give my AirPods. And so, so I'd look at it and I was like, let me see your phone. And I was just like, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll see if it works, and you could just check them out, you know, listen to them or whatever. And, and so, so I check, and I was like, ah, oh, they sync up, man, dang it. Um, and they sync up, and then he's listening, and he, he found some music, and he's just, he's rocking out hard, loving life. And I'm like, man, all right, Lord, I'll give him to him. So he gets off, he gets off that, and he's like, man, these are amazing. They sound good. I was like, yeah, no, I know, I know. Tell me about it. And so he says, I say, you could have them. But I want you to know that you could have them because God wants you to have them. Because I don't. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um. <laughs> and so I give him to him, and he's like crying. Literally crying. And he puts him back in, and he starts rocking out again. And, and, and he gets a phone call. 
and he gets on the phone with his friend, and, and he said, and this is what he, what he said, and I'm just wrestling, and I'm just like, now my heart is starting to soften because I see that he's crying with joy, and it's like, finally, right? <laughs> Brother's heart, heart of stone gets turned into a heart of flesh, put, God putting a new spirit in me. There's a scripture about that somewhere, but um, so, so then I see him, and he says, like, he tells his friend this, I gotta go. I'm hanging out with a friend. And I turn to the window and I just start to weep. That guy just needed a friend. And Jesus thought I'd be accessible enough. It took me a while to get my heart in alignment with God. And when you do and you actually submit and you yield to God's assignment to love people through you, to give to people through you, to serve people through you, it actually becomes an incredible joy. And I, I wanted to give away all my stuff. Like at that point, I'm like, I'm free. Like where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful, right? And so I get off the train and I got transformed in that moment. And it doesn't mean that I still don't struggle with that because I do. But Jesus is always wanting to encounter you and me to get our hearts in alignment, transformed into his heart, that our heart would match his heart, that we would think his thoughts, right? And then because then the assignment becomes easier. If my heart was already in alignment, the assignment gets a lot easier. And so he's always doing this and proper alignment propels God's assignment. And really the alignment is to know God's love. To experience God's love on a daily basis. His mercies are new every morning. And he wants to experience us and us to experience him all day long. And this happens, right? And we grow in love with him and others. And this happens as we grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses all understanding. It was so amazing to see this guy crying and this guy thinks he has a friend because he does and his name is Jesus and he wanted to be a friend through me and the assignment is to go full send to live a full send life and really it's not that complex is it loved by God love him back love people be on assignment it's pretty simple when you really break it all down Proper alignment definitely helps us to be able to live that full send life. And as we do, check this out. This is the, the remaining portion of that scripture in Ephesians, starting in verse 20. It says this, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. That's the kind of God that we serve. According to his power, that is at work within us, to, to be in us and work through us, to him be the glory in the church, you guys, us, not the building, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen? We hope this message encouraged you to take the next steps in your relationship with God. The cool thing is that you don't have to do it alone. There are a lot of ways to, you can get connected here at Hope. Not only do we want you to feel at home at Hope, 
we'd love to help you find a home. Please check out discoverhope.church and click connect or just email us at info at discoverhope.church. Lastly, we give everything we can away for free and rely 100% on volunteers and donations to support this ministry. If you'd like to give to the Mission of Hope Church, you can select the Give option on our website or text any amount to 831-800-2060. Thanks again for tuning in.